Rocket from Russia weekly punk rock radio show on CITR presented to you by Stomp Records from Montreal every Tuesday at 10:30 a.m. on 101.9 FM. Hello, hello, hello! You are listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and this is exciting. Uh, this is a weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, presented to you by uh, the record label from Montreal called Stomp Records. And today is a special show for me because I didn't prepare any music. <laughs> Such a great experience for me because I invited a person who prepared some music for you, who is an extremely uh, talented person, who is the main shareholder and chief uh, business operator of Hockey Deck Re- Records, who is the former uh, uh, fearless leader of Beelines and Fun 100, Ryan Dick. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming. This is great. This is going to be great. And I'll tell you the story why you're here. You know the story. Let's tell the listeners why you're here. Um, well, I was DJing at uh, the White Lung Show. Mm-hmm. A couple no, weeks no. ago, you know, you ruined it. I ruined it. You see what happened. I just came before they started. Like I think Wake and State finished. Mm-hmm. I came in, didn't see what's going on. Just just was waiting for the band, and I hear one song. I don't know, and it's amazing. Uh, followed by another super hit, which I never heard of, and it's amazing <laughs> again. One more, another one. Then uh, White Lung played a great set, and I was like, I should say thank you to this magnificent DJ who played all those great songs. I came up, and it was you. <laughs> it was me. What a great selection of songs. The next morning I woke up, I was so excited. I messaged you on the social network called Facebook.com. Facebook.com. Check it out, kids. (laughs) (laughs) It's on the internet. Yeah, this this place. And uh, instant message was sent. And here we are. Here we are. Thanks, Facebook. (laughs) All... This show is not sponsored by Spacebook, but we'll face them. (laughs) Spacebook. It's in outer space. Um, so today you prepared a few sets of great music uh, to play in the show. Yes, I did. I brought a bunch of records. 
Yeah, I sleep in a mini box. In a little mini box, all 45s. All 45s. All、mm-hmm. 45s all day, all night. <laughs> It's me. <laughs> so,、uh, yeah, let's start playing the,、uh, the music. What would you like to start with?、Uh, I'm going to start with、uh, Mucky Pup、uh, by a band called Puncture. They were a British punk band. I think this is from 1977. Whoa! 1977. And I believe you played that song at this magnificent DJ set before White Line. I did play it. It's one of my favorite punk songs. Okay, let's do let's, it. Let's cue it up. Let's do it. Give us a couple seconds while we're figuring everything out with a transition between a chair and a turntable. And as soon as you're ready to go, I'm ready to go as well. All right, I'm ready to go.
kávy. Cause we talk about our needs, we don't leave it. 
dream that is no way to stop. We're dismantling the past and we're gonna do it fast. We don't want it to stop. The whole story's written on a face. It's no secret, it's a fake.
Hello, hello, hello! You are listening to the radio station CITR. This radio station is broadcasting live from the University of British Columbia, Canada. 
Rocket from Russia is on the air, and how great was that block of music, huh? It was pretty good. We even got some feedback from the listeners. Oh yeah. They said that it was an awesome set. Ilya, right. Russian uh, comrade. Hello, Listen. listeners. Hello, <laughs> listeners. Um, I have, if you missed the beginning of the show, I have Ryan Dick, the super, super uh, music um, knowledgeable, um, good taste person. <laughs> Very good taste. Very good taste. Uh, I loved everything. That was great. That was amazing. I asked Ryan uh, to prepare his favorite uh, pop punk slash power pop seven inches, and that was amazing. Let's quickly go over uh, the songs which played for the listeners of CATR. All right, so we start out with uh, Puncture uh, with Mucky Pup. That's from 1977. Uh, Tim informed me it's their only 7-inch, and it's a good one. Quit while you're ahead. Do one good 7-inch, and then <laughs> never play music again. Uh, after that was The Subs with Give Me Your Heart. That was on Stiff Records in 1978. Great uh, power pop punk song. Um, and then after that was The DBs, one of my favorite power pop bands. That's their, I think that's their first single, Black and White. Um, it's all on their first LP, and it's an uh, amazing power pop song. Fastbacks in the Summer is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, that's uh, great. One of the best uh, Pacific Northwest bands of all time, I think. Pretty influential on on a lot of bands out of this area, especially, I guess, in the 80s and early 90s. Uh, after that is CCTV with Paranoia, a new 7-inch, uh, a Conehead side project. Uh, really fun kind of Devo-ish punk song. And then The Symptoms, which are uh, from San Francisco. Uh, I think that single's from 1980 or 81. They were kind of like a half Devo, half Dead Kennedys band, which is sounds great to me. Why not? Why not do that? And then uh, after that was The Boys with Weekend, a great like power pop party song, um, kind of in the vein of Friday on My Mind by the Easy Beats. Um, and then after that was the Smirks, OK UK, uh, kind of a uh, take on uh, 60s psychedelic bubblegum pop uh, through a 1979 uh, UK punk filter, which is perfect. I like all that stuff. So why not put it all together? <laughs> and then uh, after that was Bum, the last song we played, Debbie Speak off their Debbie Speak 7-inch uh, from Victoria, British Columbia, one of the great pop-punk bands of the 90s, I think. Nice. And that was great. First of all, it's not like some hosts of Rocket from Russia play their MP3 files. You played the actual rare plastic records. That was impressive. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of records. I might as well play them for somebody. Exactly. So just them rotten in my closet. At least for me. At least for you. Thank you just so for much, you. Ryan. Just for you, Tim. <laughs> and the other thing that out of nine songs we played, I knew only two bands, so there's another seven bands for me to discover. This is great. Yeah. Oh, no, three. Sorry, I just lied. You lied to me. I'm hurt. Uh... Okay, let's let's fix it with a couple of interview <laughs> questions. All right, uh, you um, you are the owner and uh, like I said, the main shareholder of the Hockey Dad Records. Um, is that your major project right uh, right now after the Beelines uh, broke up? Yeah, I mean I don't have tons in the works right now, but uh, it is yeah my main musical project right now. I don't have any bands on the go right now, so um, yeah, hopefully I can put out some more stuff soon. I. Uh, it's expensive. It's an expensive project, so uh, it's hard to do a lot of stuff. But I, yeah, I really like putting out records. As a DIY label, you put out more records. You have over twenty releases. Yes, uh, I more. probably about 
uh, 15. I have a lot of catalog numbers that aren't full, actually. So oh, yeah. I have catalog numbers up to like 20-something, but I don't actually have releases for all those numbers. When I first started, uh, we would pick numbers based on hockey players and use those <laughs> those catalog numbers. But then, uh, so there's you know some that don't have numbers because there's no hockey players with number like three we like or something. <laughs> <laughs> but as as you release more records on a DIY level, is it does it get harder for you to manage this organization uh, um, by yourself? I I don't know. I mean, I don't put out tons of stuff, so it's usually like I've got one release I'm working on at a time, and I just kind of focus on that. And then, you know, you kind of do that until, like, it's calmed down a bit, and then you can focus on the next one. I try not to overextend myself just so, you know, the bands don't get kind of screwed if I'm too busy to, like, promote their record well. Um, so, yeah, I like to focus on one release at a time, sort of. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the recent release by uh, the Courtney's was a ma- massive success for you and for them and um, for the collective of you and the, the band. Yeah. Uh, I'm obviously not asking for any details, but a, like a breakthrough f- for the band. How did that affect your logistics and operations? Because instead of just doing one pressing, I think you had to do three, yes? Yeah, I did three how, pressings. How the hell that affected just your logistics and operations? Um, It just meant, like, more more work. I mean, it was... I mean, it it's nice when a record's actually selling. Like, I've put out lots of records. Where, like, you know, they sell okay, but, like, you're not, like, run, tearing through pressings or anything. And so it was really fun, like, being like, holy shit, this record just, like, sold out instantly. Like, I need to press more right now. Like, it's really fun. It feels very satisfying. And the Courtney's are really good at promoting themselves, and they have like a really good vibe. So I think, like, I mean, they're, um, I think they did a lot of work to get that record out there and promote themselves, and and uh, yeah, so it was it was really fun. I I enjoyed all of it. Yeah. Nice. Congrats, congrats. That was I was so stoked for you and for them that you know they, they really did well. And it's I remember seeing them. Uh, they played with a cult detective club at this. Remember the record uh, shop called Zoo Zoo Shop? Oh yeah, Zoo Shop. Yeah. Uh, it it was one of their first shows. They yeah. played with transmitters, a cult detective club, and them. And I saw them, and they were super sloppy, super light, like. <laughs> and then the next thing I hear about them, they're like playing playing those great shows, and I was like, "Holy guacamole! This is great!" Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny how that happens. Like I've I've noticed that with lots of local bands, where you see them, and it's like their third show or something, and you're like, "Oh, this band's kind of bad." And then like six months later, you see them, and you're like, "Oh, wow! They've they're actually like a really good band now," yeah, yeah. you know. And they, I mean, the Courtney's work really hard at like they, they practice a lot, and they. They're very like they're very driven, so it it doesn't really surprise me. I'm I'm just glad I got to put out their record before yeah. they uh, before they got really popular. Yeah, nice and like you know, hard work pays off for you yeah. and for them. That's yeah, great. exactly. Yeah. Okay, speaking of uh, Hockey Dead Records, how about we play a block of music which represents your magnificent record label? Sounds great. Okay, so let's do the transition again. We're doing a transition from chair from the microphone number three to the uh, DJ uh, turntable setup. Uh, where Ryan will uh, start with a pink record label, oh, record label, pink 7-inch, the color is pink, and I assume this is Woolworm. Huh? Ah, sorry, I just ruined, I ruined everything for the listeners of CITR. This is Fun 100, another great band, uh, which we will talk in after this block of music. Okay, uh, let me know when you're ready. All right, I'm ready.
Hello, hello, hello! You are listening to Rocket from Russia on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. This is happening here on the radio waves. And we have a magnificent Ryan, the uh, the main superman of the Hockey Dad Records. And this is what we just played for you. Let's quickly go over the songs which I played for you. Four songs we played? Yeah, four songs. Uh, uh, yeah, four songs. Okay, so let's let's start. Okay, uh, first song was Fun 100. That was my old band. Started in high school with my brother. And this was the first song, the first record I ever put out on vinyl. It was, uh, you know how I learned to do it before before records had really come back. So like you could get a record pressed in a couple months and it was pretty cheap actually. And uh, really fun. I just had to, I just emailed all these record labels I liked. And I'm like, how do you put out a record? <laughs> And a lot of people were really helpful and gave me a lot of good advice. Who was the biggest help? Um, oh, I'm trying to remember. I remember like Randy from Mint Records helped me out a bit. And um, who else did I talk to? I don't know. 
There was a there was a local label called Clarence Thomas Records that's no longer in existence, and uh, uh, the guy from that label uh, really helped me out. I, his name escapes me now. He moved away like several years ago, but he used to run like a really great punk distro in Vancouver, and put out some really cool records. Um, and yeah, he gave me a lot of advice. He was just like, "Go to this guy, go to this guy, go to this guy," and uh, it really helped. Um, yeah, so. That was the first thing I ever put out. Um, after that, I played Defectors, Torn to Pieces. That was a uh, 7-inch I put out several years ago. Um, Defectors were one of the, the best bands of the emergency room scene, I think, back in the day. Um, and uh, after that, I played Fuck Me Dead, which uh, was Scotty from Beeline's band before Beeline's. Uh, Fun 100 and Fuck Me Dead played together a few times, including the last Fuck Me Dead show. And uh, before we started Beelines together, and that was actually on Clarence Thomas, rec- Thomas Records, the label I was talking about. So uh, and I think that's like a great forgotten Vancouver punk record. And uh, if you want one, I have a bunch in my closet, so send me a message. Um, and after that, I played Woolworm uh, Useless, which is off the everything... Uh, Everything is problematic. Is that what it's called? I can't even remember the name of the record. Everything seems obvious. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Every, uh, everything seems obvious. That's uh, the most recent release on Hockey Dad Records. Seven Inch uh, and Woolworm is a great local band. I think uh, that's one of the best uh, punk songs out of Vancouver in the last few years, for sure. Perfect. Thank you so much again for playing this uh, great local um, representation of local scene. Let's talk a little bit about you as a musician. We talked to you as a record uh, pr- 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 uh, head mach- honcho, record yes. machine, record head machine. honcho. <laughs> Let's talk about to you about the charismatic singer machine. Oh. <laughs> so. I don't know how everybody else, but I personally miss your charisma on stage. So are we going to see you back performing great songs for the people of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? Uh, I don't know. I uh, Maybe someday. I it was. It's really fun. It's really fun. I kind of miss it once in a while. But also... And you're great. So like, there's, there is a lot to miss. It, it was a lot of fun. It's really like therapeutic just being able to like, get, go up there and just be like a total dirtbag and just do whatever you want um which is yeah something really nice about being on stage is you can really do anything you want and people seem to be okay with it uh to a certain extent speaking of doing what you want do you remember what you did on march 28th 2013 at oh Cobalt? no march 28 2000 oh is that when i threw a cinder block at the mirror I haven't I haven't heard that. Story. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I can't even keep it straight. Um, I don't know what did I do on uh, March thirteenth. So I remember they used to do those like Friday shows at the Cobalt, mm-hmm. and that was the bill. That was amazing. Needles and pins, beelines, juvenile hole, and the bins. Oh yeah, that's a oh, that's stacked a, bill. That's a crazy bill. Yeah. So you played. Uh, you did one of your classic uh, off the ceiling moves. Okay. And on the speaker, uh, there was a um, glass. And you took the glass and you smashed it, but I don't think you even expected it to explode that because all those small pieces <laughs> of glass just went all over the place. And I think you're like, even, whoa, what did I do? <laughs> and that was one of my uh, highlights of seeing Beelines and you performing on stage. That was great. Yeah, that that was fun. I did break a lot of glasses <laughs> back then. I I mean, I, I remember like going to see bands in high school. Um, I remember going to see like the WPP and 
bands like that where like you weren't really sure what was going to happen like like you were like i might die at the show like it was so <laughs> it would get so crazy sometimes like i saw the wpp one time play a show and the stage was just like a bunch of platforms all pushed together and when they started playing they were playing so hard and so fierce that the stage started vibrating apart and an amp fell off the stage through the window behind the stage and the band didn't even notice they just kept playing (laughs) and like by the end like the stage was just like in pieces and and like they played one song and the show was over they're like all right we're done and like that's like one of the best shows ever like if you play one song so furiously that (laughs) That like that the amp breaks a window and like the stage falls apart like there's so many bands that can't even you know put that much energy into a whole set you know speaking of playing less uh songs than planned could you please tell the story of the last fun 100 show because i heard that story from different people but i would like to hear it from the actual uh, participant oh yeah okay the last fun 100 show um it was yeah it was like a four or five band bill so there's a lot of bands and by the time we were supposed to play like there were a bunch of like pretty drunk teens there and it was like an all-ages show so like there shouldn't have been drunk people there and some kid fell through a window and like there were there were too many people in the place and the cops came and they were shutting it down and but we were like this is our last show like you can't shut this down so we just started playing anyways but they didn't turn on the mics um so we just started playing the songs and everyone in the crowd was singing along at the top of their lungs which is like the most amazing thing you can ever experience is like having like you know 50 or 60 people just singing lyrics you wrote as loud as they can so like we didn't even need mics we played like two or three songs before they turned off the power and uh yeah it was one of the best shows ever like and then yeah we just packed up and left we didn't get paid and (laughs) the promoters hated us and uh it was a blast um they had to tear down the building after the show it was such a good show (laughs) yeah and like you see this is the way to finish a band's life yeah, it's just that go out with a bang. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly. great. Oh, yeah, we played the regular show, yeah. Everybody yeah. Everybody liked it, yeah, great. Nobody yeah. even, even turned down the building. Yeah, yeah. They, Waste of time. Nobody tore down the building. And uh, before we quickly finish, um, final question. We didn't have time to speak a little bit about Emergency Room, but speaking of future releases on Hockey Dead Records, when can I expect Killed by Pop Punk compilation? Oh, I wish. I would love to do... Uh, a pop punk compilation of like pre Green Day, like early '90s pop punk. I uh, I've dreamt about it. I should just do a bootleg. Not like don't get permission from anybody. The bands probably wouldn't care. They'd be like, "Whoa, I I didn't know anybody liked us." <laughs> there's there's so much like good like pop punk from like that era that is uh, it's really charming and uh, uh, and like untainted by like the you know, just like the success that bands had after that. And it wasn't quite as formulaic at that point. It was just really, it was really great. I love it. All right, perfect. So we running out of time slowly, but I still would like to do a ticket giveaway to a show which is happening on Friday, April 1st at the Astoria. And this is a very uh, interesting and special show for uh, myself because uh, the band from Sweden, and I always like to see an international bands uh, which are coming to play in Vancouver, they're called Victims. They're from Sweden. They're playing Krast Debit Hardcore, pretty heavy music, but I really like them because they have great melodies within this heavy, heavy metal stuff. 
Let's try, um, let's play a track by them, and hopefully I'll try to play, if, if we have time, I'll try to play maybe the opening bands, Chapel and Last Caste. But let's listen to Victims, uh, I'll play you a song Insane, my favorite song by this band. And if you would like to go to see the show for free, that means no financial investment on your side. Uh, in, involved, uh, please call 604-822-2487, 604-822-2487, and I have a pair of tickets for you to see a great band from Sweden, unique experience at the Astoria on April 1st. And this is Victims Insane.
Hello, hello, hello. That was weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much, Ryan, for coming over and playing great, great music for me. Thanks for having me. Thank great. You. That was great. Uh, we just played three songs by bands which are playing on April 1st at the Astoria Hastings Wickham's Chapel or Chapel, I don't know, not sure how to pronounce and Last Caste. Uh, somebody called in to win the tickets, but for some reason the line dropped off. So could you please call back after we I finish talking and play the final track? Um, yeah, and uh, we just heard uh, uh, three songs. The, the opening track was by Victims from Sweden. That was a song called Insane. Then we heard, let's call them Chapel. Uh, that was Nocturnal Blasphemy from the album, which came out back in 2012. And the final uh, track was by a band called The Last Caste. That was a song called Police State from their demo in 2016. Thank you so much for listening. That was Rocket from Russia. Somebody was already calling in to win the tickets. Ryan, thank you so much again. Thanks, Tim. That was great, and uh, we will finish up with a song which I really like by a band called Fun 100, and it is called Ghetto Mall. Yay! <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. That was Rocket from Russia. This is Fun 100. Have a great week. Bye bye. I'm here.